Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship and sex alchemist, Milica Jelanić. Welcome, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. So tonight before my show, as most nights before my show, I will announce to my husband what the topic is. And usually he'll say, well, that's a great title. How did you come up with that? Or he'll say, wow, that's interesting. And today was, you can talk about that for an hour. Oh, yes, Michael, I can talk about that for an hour. I think that might be the first time I've ever said my husband's name on here. But yes, that's his name. So yes, indeed, I can talk about erections and the angle of the dangle for an hour. Why? I love penises. I love them. I love vulvas too, but I love penises and I love talking about them. And like, to me, it's very exciting to offer the world a great way to have great sexual health and vitality. So yes, let's talk about it. I may throw in some random stories too that I've been told. Um, Oh, I have a great story for this week, actually. I was talking to my dad for like, I don't know, a very uh, unusually extended period of time yesterday. And, uh, and he jokingly said to me, oh, I don't see you on TV anymore. And I said, isn't that strange, dad? Because I just got on TV. If you want to see your daughter talking about sex on TV, you have a new TV. You can find me on there. And he was like, I... I don't really like watching. So my dad's European, doesn't quite understand what I'm saying to him. And my dad says, "Uh, thank you. Like, um, thank you. That's a nice, uh, it's kind of like thanking me for the offer. And then he says, you know, it's not really my thing to watch sex on TV. I'm like, oh my God, dad, it's not porn. (laughs) I like, that's been in my mind for like, Oh, since yesterday, um, that my dad actually thought that I offered to have him watch instructional porn with me doing an instructional porn video. Oh my God, I love that he thinks that I'm that open. Holy crap, that's awesome and bizarre. So (laughs) after that, I was like, no, dad, it's instructional, it's information. In fact, I'm talking about erections tomorrow. And he's like, oh, you know, oh my God, my dad decides to talk about erections. Well, this isn't the first time he's done this. Like when I was 38, he decided I was a grown up and had to tell me a story about erections because that's when I became a grown up. Who knew? And so at 38, when I became a grown up, my dad informed me that uh, when he had his prostate removed, he no longer had erections. So he had to find other ways to please the ladies. And he says, I have a mouth still, you know? So he says, and I think this skill runs in the family. Well, okie dokie then. Apparently it's an unspoken thing that our family has massive talent for oral sex. Who knew? Well, thanks dad, that was educational. So things I learned. 
what a weekend it's been. So thanks, Dad. Thanks for thinking that I would actually tell you to go watch me having sex on TV. Fantastic. I love it. But he did inform me about, you know, the reminder of the angle of the dangle issue. However, he's got extra skills, which I absolutely freaking love because my dad will not at the age of 83, let anything take away his sex life. No effing way is that going to happen. He has his girlfriends. He does his thing. No, my parents are not married. So I, whatever. So I, yeah, my dad's had girlfriends since forever. And I've seen too many things by accident. So I know my dad's an active boy. And uh, yeah, he's, I'm sure, I'll just say my dad eats with his hands. So I'm sure he's very active with the fingers too. Who, yeah, who needs to know? But apparently good for him. I'm happy for him. So he kind of is a bit of an inspiration to make me think angle of the dangle boys. Like, think about this. If you are having erectile dysfunction, your sex life is not over. It's just not. There are so many other ways to enjoy a body. Now, whether you are choosing male bodies or female bodies and you're not having the erection thinking that penetration is the only way to have sex, penetrating a mouth or penetrating an anus or penetrating a vagina. Now that's the way to have sex and nothing else counts. I'm here to tell you that's just not true, friends. You have a lot of sex life open to you. And I do know that this is actually a very, very much like a thought in people's minds, especially in the minds of a, de a generation that's like older than my generation. We're talking like 60s, 70s and 80s. There is this kind of conception about what sex was. And there's still a stigma for, for that generation. A lot of them still have a stigma around oral sex. So I think it's delightful and fun to, if you guys are listening, pass this on to your parents. If you're like in your forties and your parents are in their eighties, pass this on to your pa and let him listen just for fun and see how he responds. Cause maybe your papa needs to know he's still a vitally sexual dude. And there's lots of things he can be choosing in order to have a vitally sexual, happy sex life. Doesn't mean there has to be penetration. So we're going to talk about all kinds of things today. We're going to be talking about the angle of the dangle. We're going to talk about health and how that actually affects erections. We're going to talk about aging and the myth of the erection. And we're going to talk about orgasms and the myth of erection. And so many things, there's so many things that are like myths, complete myths that we have bought into that we are like denying people their sexual prowess because we've decided you can't get an erection. So you're just not going to be sexually vital. That's total BS. And I am so excited to share information on this. It's also super fun for me because I have talked about this topic before. So it's always fun for me to look back on topics and think, oh, what can I add to this? And I don't even know, I, I you know, I could have listened to my show from pr uh, my prior show, However, uh, I didn't. So I don't even know if I'm doing any repeat on this. I'll have to find out later so that I will find out later. I'll probably listen to them back to back. I might even have more than two shows on erections. Why? Because I love erections. I love penises and whether they're super hard erect, which is a beautiful thing, like a statue or whether, and I just had a peek at the dildo in my corner or whether they're soft, but the prowess is there. And like the sexual energy is there. It's irrelevant because it's really about the person. 
and the gift of their body and their body can gift in like a million different ways. So let's talk about erections. How do they start? Where do they go? Well, erections have actually been found in pictures in utero. So boys, people identifying as boys who have male genitalia at the time of birth. I know I feel like I need to justify this, but I am. So let's clarify. If you were in utero with a penis, you may have actually had an erection. They found those on pictures in utero. Erections and masturbation happening, happening, happening inside your mama's uterus. So you can have erections from the time of birth and you can have sexual vitality to the time of death. Now it all spans and it kind of changes, right? It changes anyway. When you're in birth in utero, uh, you know, in your, you're kind of in the developmental stages of life, you know, are you sitting there watching porn and getting all horny? No, you're not. Unless you're freaking magical. And I don't know, we don't have any, anything to say that you haven't been watching porn, but I'm guessing the chances are you're not watching porn. So maybe you're picking up on energy. Maybe it's just your body's response to life and it's excited. So it's coming alive. We actually don't have a clue why babies get erections and masturbate in utero. So I'm sure there's a lot of speculation on that. Does it matter? Not really. It exists. So angle of the dangle at a child's age. I'm going to use my hand on video to make sure that we can get this on all places. I may randomly sneak something else in, but it dawned on me that I don't have to show my dildo on here. I can show it to you on my finger. So an angle of the dangle, if you're thinking about angles in general, and you think about the body as like, um, you know, when you, you did geometry as a kid and you had to lie, you're, you're like your semicircle maker that had all the angles on it. Like the penile erection would have been at like probably like a 45 degree angle when you're small, you know, when you're a child. Like at that point, you're not shooting out sperm necessarily. So you still can get an erection though. Lots of little boys get them. I looked after many little boys who had erections and masturbated at the age of three or four. Um, so that's very normal. So you got the angle of the dangle. Starts in utero. Bet you weren't expecting that, were you? So angle of the dangle. Now, I did not check this factoid, but I wonder if the angle of the dangle, like if you poop after you die, I wonder if you also get an erection. I might check that out and bring that piece of information back to you at a later date. However, I know that you can be having sexual prowess until that point. So we will talk about that for sure. So angle of the dangle starts out pretty high, shooting to the sky. And as time goes on, hitting around the 20s, it gets a little lower. In the 30s, it gets a little lower. By the 40s, it's about a 90 degree to your body. And then it gets a little lower into the 50s and then 60s and then 70s and then 80s and then 90s. Yes, men in their 90s still get erections. Now, they don't always look the same and it doesn't have to be that way. So what happens is erectile uh, tissue actually starts to weaken over time. And one of the things you can do just like any muscle is strengthen it. And how do you strengthen it? Well, it's not just masturbation that strengthens it. It's actually doing some exercises. So um, having some things like kegel exercises to strengthen your pelvic floor muscles will really help. It also really helps with uh, control of orgasms as well. So 
Kegel exercises where you're breathing, holding. And I talked about these last week for women's health, for estrogen. And so this week we're talking about men's health. But also we have the play of, just like we talked about estrogen last week, there's also the play of testosterone. And even though men can have super high testosterone, that doesn't mean that they're gonna have an erection. You can have incredibly high testosterone, but the erection is still an angle of the dangle that's lower. And that is just a fact of the matter for that body. Now, can that change? Yes, it actually can. So what you can do, if you're watching video, you're gonna see my little demo. So what you can do is you can actually start with an exercise where you put uh, a Kleenex on your penis, and then you start doing flexing exercises. So you're gonna get that pelvic floor muscle and you're gonna flex to get some control. And most guys have done this with their penises just to see if they can go flicking it up and down, right? Now, if you keep doing that since you were a kid until you're older, you're gonna find that that muscle keeps, keeps it strong. So you wanna start with a Kleenex, it's pretty light, and then you can move up to like a face cloth, and then from a face cloth, a hand towel, and from a hand towel, now if you're super strong, you can actually do things like um, beach towels. Yep, guys can lift beach towels when you have a super strong um, erection. So you can build it just like other muscles. You build it over time. You don't want to go from zero to hero if this is something you've never done. And also if your erection is low, then putting um, a Kleenex on it to start getting the erection to come back up will help because it'll give you some confidence. And as you boost your confidence, uh, then you'll feel more encouraged to move forward. Now, if you go from uh, zero to hero, like you're going from a, a low erection and you're trying to lift a towel, that's going to be quite a challenge and it might discourage you. So you might give up on that. Um, I do know a few people who I was explaining this exercise to and they got discouraged after a week. I'm like, seriously, if you didn't walk for six months and then all of a sudden you're getting out of bed, out of a coma and you think you're going to walk right away. No, this is like rehabilitation, right? You got to get your penile rehabilitation going. You got to work it out, get it going. So yes, I now offer penis rehabilitation, but yes, actually I do. So if that is something that you're struggling with and you want to have a conversation, you want me to um, show those exercises to you, explain them to you so you can work them. Um, if, if you didn't quite get it and it didn't quite come across when uh, we're talking about it today, then absolutely connect with me through, um, you can connect with me through my website, melitsajelenic.com. So that's M-I-L-I-C-A-J-E-L-E-N-I-C.com. Find me on social media. You gotta let me know why you're connecting with me or I'll just ignore you. I literally get like a hundred friend requests in a week or sometimes, I don't know, I get a lot. And I only respond to the people who actually tell me why they're connecting with me. So tell me why and I will connect back. So penises out there, my sweet penises, what kind of fun would you like to have trying some of these fun exercises? So these Kleenex things work, but there's way more other ways that you can also exercise and flex that muscle. It's a muscle and it needs flexing, just like if your legs, remember, you don't want your legs to atrophy either. You gotta keep walking. There's this uh, saying, you know, use it or lose it. And definitely this applies, use it or lose it. Doesn't mean you have to be penetrating or having sex. It's a muscle and you gotta flex it. So 
think about that. Go grab your Kleenexes, boys, and start flexing on this next commercial. So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Milica Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. So guess what? Remember just before break when I was saying, I'm not really sure about this whole erections and death thing. Well, guess what? My brilliant producer and friend went out and did the research for me, brought it to the table, and here we go. So you sort of get an erection. I like that. So here's the information. If you, uh, if you die face down, your blood could also conceivably settle in your penis, which creates the appearance of a boner. Woohoo! But the chances of going out with a bang are pretty slim, says Judy Melanick, which I like her last name is like a cross between my first name and my last name. Judy Melanick, MD, forensic pathologist and co-author of Working Stiff, two years, 262 bodies in the making of a medical examiner. Uh, another piece of information from Dr. Melanick is it's actually more possible that your penis will look like it's ejaculated after you've died. Sometimes they find discharge near the penis on a corpse, but this comes from the passive seeping of fluid from the prostate gland. It's leakage, not ejaculate. And there you go. So that's some pretty cool and strange info. Like it. Thank you for that. So did you guys all go out and get your Kleenexes? Kleenexes are so useful, right? Like you can use it for the exercising. You can blow your nose. You can use it to wipe off the ejaculate when you've had a good time. I say blow my nose and then all of a sudden my nose got itchy. I'm adorable. Mm. Good times. So how strange. <laughs> now you guys who are watching video are going to see like the strange faces I make on my nose is like. Rrr. 
And uh, yeah, good times. So now that I'm distracted by that, I'm going to get myself back on track and talk about penises again, because we're talking about seepage and leakage and all these other things and corpses, but I want to bring it to the live bodies. Hello, live bodies. And we talked about the angle of the dangle in utero, you've got an erection. And even in, you know, into your nineties, you can still have a, a variation of erection, which can still lead to ejaculate and orgasm. Isn't that awesome? So even though people say like, I can't get an erection because my prostate and all this stuff. Well, the thing is, if you probably know, if you know you're going in for a prostate um, operation, you're going to get your prostate removed. I would encourage you, strongly encourage you to do these exercises prior to that to get your muscles already strengthened. So it kind of will become like knee operations before you go in for a knee operation they get you to do all kinds of exercises on your knee to keep your knees strong and then you do similar exercises and more of them afterwards i'm using that as a reference because my dad had the operation on his knee and also on his prostate however they did not tell him prior to his prostate removal to do exercises to strengthen his penis it was more like a oops there you go you no longer have erections so my thought is there there has got to be a way to actually have prevention of this and to be able to restore this um, easier than maybe that it's happening right now. So, uh, and I'm sure there are different ways that people have tried to do electrical stimulation and different stimulation. And there's all kinds of great women and men out there doing uh, S&M work as doms and they're electrifying penises and getting them to go erect. I know they're doing this great work out there. And um so that's more of a sensual experience, a sexual uh, fantasy experience, but in a therapeutic way, there might also be some effect as well. So think about it. There are nerves in there. There are muscles in there and stimulating them, possibly with electrodes. Now, there is no evidence of this. This is my own fantasy coming to life right in my mind, right here in front of you. Just a possibility, just thinking about it. So there's an idea, right? Now play with these things because, hey, this is your body and you can do whatever works for your body. So along with the strengthening of, of your erection through uh, like muscle building, you can, you know, you can put things on it. You can put things around it, get some cock rings. And then, you know, like when you're walking down the street and if you're holding uh, weights in your hand and you're lifting weights when you walk or, or walking and you've got the weights on your arms and it gives just a little extra weight. Now, again, this is not something that's been tested or put into practice. However, it's not going to kill you. It's try a cock ring and just see how it feels and see what it's like to try and flex with a cock ring on in different directions just for fun and just see how that goes. And I know that I've seen guys do this because they just think it's fun. And I'm sure if I had a penis, I would do it all the time too. They just like stand there and like to flick it up and around because it's fun. And when you do have an erection, it's easier to do the flicking, I'm sure, because it's more directed. So what can we do for you boys uh, with your penises to have them have way more fun and way more, um, way more play? So well, we did talk about the angle of the dangle, how it changes over age and over time. And there is this natural progression because of muscles. However, 
just like other muscles, you can have people who are in their 90s who are super athletic and super strong and they don't have deterioration of bones or muscles going on at all because they've been active their whole life and they're eating foods and having a lifestyle that's conducive to being really healthy. So that's a factor. Health is actually a super big factor in erections. One of the factors for erections is heart health as well. So if you're having a heart um, issue, when I have men who come to me for heart conditions, because I mostly work with people regarding their health, but I do work with people regarding their sexual health and uh, sex and intimacy as well. Uh, I do find that, you know, I'll have gentlemen come to me and they're like, I have a heart condition. I'm like, and how are your erections? And they're like, I don't have any. I'm like, I kind of thought so. And they're like, why? I'm like, because they go hand in hand. So as your heart, they can have them, but sometimes they're uh, difficult. Like if they've had they have, um, like if they need heart surgery or if they've got, um, you know, clogged arteries and they haven't had that cleared out or uh, there's different things where if they're like awaiting surgery, it can also be an indicator. Erections can be an indicator that uh, erectile dysfunction can actually be an indicator that there is an issue with the heart. So it's always a good thing to have your heart checked Number one, if you're having erectile dysfunction at a fairly early age, like in your 30s or 40s or 50s, get your heart checked because there is a tendency to have a link between heart condition and erectile dysfunction. So you want to make sure that that's not a factor, number one. And if it is a factor, then to have that treated because you don't want to you don't want to die just because you didn't, you just thought your erection didn't matter. Your erection can be an indicator of quite a few things. There can also be um, things that have occurred, whether you've, maybe there's been an accident or a fall and there's damage to the nerves too. So you don't take this for granted. Like your penis is actually an indicator of a few things. So also, um, you know, when we talk about diet health, we talk about things for erections that would be for heart health. So you're wanting to eat a diet that would actually be a heart healthy diet. So you're looking at foods that are more alkaline. You're looking at um, like healthy fats, like omega fatty acids. You're looking at foods that are actually gonna be conducive to happy heart health. And when you've got happy heart health, your blood's gonna flow better. You're gonna have better circulation and better circulation, guess what? There's circulation in your erection. So if you've got better circulation, you got some better erections happening. Now, I know that sounds wacko, but there's some truth to it. And if you don't believe me, check it out because there's a lot of research on this. Um, I could sit here and recite articles for you all day. That wouldn't be as fun as me just randomly saying stuff though, would it? Not really. So I'm not gonna sit here and write recite articles for you. Uh, heart health. And so also there can be, um, there can also be a, a connection to an emotional, um, emotional connection as well. So sometimes when men are depressed or uh, there are the different levels of hormones going on in the body that would uh, induce uh, something like depression or even being on certain medications can create erectile dysfunction. So if your body's healthy, does it need to have any of these medications? Not usually, um, you know, you won't need, if your body's healthy, you're not gonna need medications for your liver or for your heart because your body's healthy. So 
primary, I know this is messed up, but the primary thing to do and start this young as possible is to get on a super healthy diet. And nutrition is key for all health, truly. I know that sounds insane, but nutrition is key. If you've got a good, healthy uh, food going on in your body and you're not creating inflammation, then your body is going to be having a much easier time dealing with everything and anything. So medications can definitely affect it, medications of all different kinds. And, uh, you know, I don't think they don't often put those in the disclaimers of stuff, although in the U.S. and they run like a million disclaimers on the thing, like you could end up with suicidal thoughts, depression, erectile dysfunction or death. Like in the U.S., they'll tell you that. I live in Canada. We don't get those many warnings on our medications. So you might need to check those out yourself and find out if any of the medications you're on might actually be influencing your erection as well. And those medications can be things you're being given at, you know, teens, uh, 20s, 30s, 40s. We don't know because your body chemistry might not adapt to the medications as well as other people's bodies have in the studies that were done. So don't take for granted that the study said this, but, you know, talk to your doctor too about if you feel like it's your medication talk about changing it or getting off of it or uh, doing something else because it might actually be that there are a lot more side effects to things than we realize it's, there's chemicals going into your body and it's a composition that's changing things so think about it it could be an effect it doesn't have to be but it might be especially if you're younger and definitely check your heart health so whew, good times but What's key, right? Key is your body needs certain things. It needs certain nutrients, it needs certain minerals, vitamins, and it needs water. This is a big surprise to a lot of men, especially that come to me. Your body needs water. If you don't have water, your blood's not circulating. Your body's mostly composed of water. Your cells are not functioning. You're going to have some issues. Your body will not feel like it's surviving or thriving. So it's just going to be shutting down because if you are in in a mode where your body is not um, calm enough to have an erection. I mean, some people have erections out of fear, but that's not as common as people having erections when they feel calm and turned on. Um, there are erections out of fear though, and there are erections that come from um, consensual fear, like consensual non-consent uh, situations where you don't, you know that your life is sort of in danger, but not in danger because it's play. So. Uh, that's another category though. So check that before you go to break. I, I'm heading to break right now. And while I'm on break, why don't you guys go all grab yourself a glass of water because I bet you haven't had enough today. So have your water and it's not eight glasses of water guys. It's like for every 20 pounds you weigh, you need. So this is for the U S listening for every 20 pounds you weigh, you need 250 mils of water, eight ounces of water. And for Canadians and the rest of us, uh, for every nine kilos you weigh, you need 250 mils of water. So most people think that it's eight glasses, but if you're weighing like 200 pounds, it's way more than eight glasses. So make sure you have enough, right? And don't have things that are actually gonna pull water out like coffee and stuff. And if you are gonna have it, then make sure you have enough water to put back into your body because you don't need to stress your body out and cause problems. Why? You can have erections for life and have good pleasure just eating the right foods. All right. So we are going to head to the next commercial break since I just gave you a lecture on nutrition, which is so sexy. 
You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. So before break, I was live lecturing you on food. And as I can hear some of your brains going, la, 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 whatever, food. No, food, um, guess what? It's totally what is giving your body what it requires to survive. What? No. I must be insane. So one of the ways is first get connected to your body so that you can have a conversation with your body. So you can ask your body what it actually would like to ingest, digest, or metabolize. And that comes from a friend of mine, Danielle Carter, who's brilliant with bodies and teaches a class called Right Body for You. And I think it was one of the most brilliant things I ever came across when it comes to nutrition is ask your body if it can digest, ingest, if it would like to digest, ingest, or metabolize the food that you're looking at. Because guess what? It's so weird. As I've actually like play with this more and more uh, over the last, I think it's been seven years since I took um classes with her maybe less uh at the time and the the amazing thing about it is that there's so many times where my body is my eyes are like wow that looks so good and then when I ask my body would you like to ingest digest or metabolize this it's like mm, nah sometimes it would like a taste of it so I'll just stick it in my mouth swirl it around get the flavor and spit it out 
And this goes totally against everything I was ever taught about food. And it goes against everything that I was ever taught about waste. Um, however, it's a bigger waste if you're eating a bunch of food that then makes you ill or inflamed. And then you have to go spend extra money to like get either medicine or herbs or come to me for the work I do. It's a bigger waste of money to do that than to just listen to your body and spit it out and maybe have another bite another day. So I also last week, I don't know if I talked about this last week, but I had such a funny experience where I, when I was asleep, I had like a, a dream that I was having like a buffet of food. And I think I did talk about this. I don't know. I've been talking about this a lot because it cracked me up and I woke up full, completely full just from my dream. So uh, yes, it's possible to have energetic food. It was weird. I was full for like almost the whole day. And I had the craziest buffet to the point where my mouth in my dreams was like overflowing with food and I couldn't shove more in. I was like, what am I doing? And then I woke up and I was like, oh my God, I'm so full. And I said to my daughter, I was like, oh my God, I had a buffet last night. She's like, that's so weird. I, she was eating something in her dreams too. And she's like, I'm not even hungry. I'm like, I'm not even hungry. What are we doing? We're like eating in our dreams. This is amazing. We're going to save cash on food. So the, the one thing that could have happened was we could have woken up and went, that was just a dream. That doesn't mean anything. I'm going to ignore my body and shove food into it because it's 9am and I have to have breakfast. We could do that. We make these effing rules about food, but are you honoring your body? So when I talk about healthy, I'm talking about listening to your body, right? And I know that like 99% of the people on the planet right now are not listening to their bodies at all for anything. There is like a massive disconnect and it's freaking pissing me off. So listen to your freaking body and ask it some really simple questions like body, would you like to ingest, digest, or metabolize this? And this goes for anything you're putting in your body, medications, injections, food, all of it. Ask it because your body is wise and your brain will lie to you and tell you shit, but listen to your body. It knows way more. So if you are listening to your body and you're following that, then your body will actually teach you and tell you what will work for you and you will end up being a lot healthier. And your body even knows things like, you know, if you don't want food and maybe you just want to go for a walk instead, maybe your body wants to clean the toilet instead and it feels satisfied from that. That's a whole other conversation. And I really encourage you to listen to the podcast from Danielle on her Right Body For You podcast from, they're actually on here. They're on Inspired Choices Network. So find them because she has like a gazillion tools and maybe I should have her back on. It's been a while since I've had her on the show um, because she's coming into my awareness right now. So uh, definitely use some of her tools. She's brilliant with bodies and it's not what you think it is when it comes to, to eating. So it's, it's a whole other world of food and it's such an invitation to have health in a different way. Yes. I lectured a lot on food because your erections will actually improve when you're, when your body is doing and eating what 
works for it, not what your brain's telling you, not what your wife is telling you, not what your other lovers are telling you, what your body's telling you. Now, how do you know what your body's telling you? First, you got to get that you have a body, you're not your body, and you got to connect to it. You got to feel it, feel your feet, and then you got to actually like touch it, say hi to it. I think touching it is one of the greatest ways and not just touching your cock boys. You got to touch more than that. And ladies and gents and whoever's touching, whatever, it's not just about the genitals, touch your whole body. Like you got a body, touch it. Like I spend a lot of time with my hand on my neck because my neck loves it. Like normally when I'm not on the show or if I, if I'm like sitting watching a show with my uh, family, I have my hands on my neck most of the time like this because my neck just loves it. So you never know, different parts of the body are calling for different attention. I don't like when other people touch my neck like at all, but I love it when I touch my own neck. And I also don't like when people go near my ears, but I love touching my own ears. So just because you uh, might have like things where you think, oh, I don't like that being touched. It might be from other people, but you might like your own touch. So test it out. If you don't like your own touch, I'm very sad for you. And maybe there's some chat we need to have so that we can figure out what up with that, that you don't even like your own touch um, because you're you and you're adorable for your own self. You know, you could be your own sexiest lover. And that's so fun to me that I think that's just awesome. So your own sexiest lover. Yee! So <laughs> choose it because it's cool. And um, so we talked about some some stuff around the physical, around doing the actual exercises, the nutrition. Now we're going to talk a little bit about the mental aspect of erectile dysfunction. Um, actually, one of the very first shows I did was with a guy who um, had a lot of judgments about himself from watching porn, and then he ended up with erectile dysfunction fairly young. So that can also be a factor. Are you watching a lot of porn? Are you comparing yourself to other people? Are you making yourself really wrong um, when you compare yourself to porn or different, um, they might not be porn movies, but there might be, um, what's the other word? There's another word for the porn movies that are more like sensual. They're like oriented towards women mostly. Um, can't remember the name of them. So whatever, movies that have a lot of sex in them. If, they're, if they are your source, your main source for like turn on, then you may actually judge yourself because you're comparing yourself to those characters. So what if you just like made your own porn and enjoyed that and like watch yourself masturbate for a few minutes. Now, I don't know where you're going to hide those videos on, uh, on any kind of devices that, you know, can't be found by all those major, the major tech people, but hey, that's your choice. If you get an old VHS player recorder and you can get like the old VHS going, then uh, yeah, nobody can tap into that. So I miss those days of old VHS tapes. I would probably make porn if it was on VHS these days, but it's not. So I'm not. So there you go. Well, I'm sure I could still like grab my VHS tape and then they could record over it, but whatever. It was a little safer back in the day, the 1990s, and porn was a lot different than it is now, isn't it? So porn can have like a major, major impact on that. It also stimulates your brain in a different way. So you kind of get like a high from it, and then your body gets overstimulated and kind of like don't really know how to react and then in a way um, that is is like 
your body kind of forgets how to be with people. I guess that's the way I could put it is it's, it's like it, it has this like pre judged idea about like how sex should show up. And then it's all very mechanical. And I just wish the porn industry would hire me so I could teach them how to be energetic on videos so that it would actually be really delicious and energetic. And then, uh, then I would actually watch porn to date. I've seen like one porn that was kind of energetic and it was lovely. Um, and it was actually not really even porn. It was an instructional video that was delightful. And it was all about um, a energetic uh, sexual massages. And it was delightful because there was energy involved and the people, you could actually feel the people enjoying themselves. Although Outlander, I have to give them credit. There are some sex scenes, especially in season two, not the violent rape ones, but the ones before that, that um, although the violent rape ones, you could definitely feel those too. They were intense. But the ones before that, that were um, between Miss Sassanak and Jamie were very, I could feel those. So I respect that. That's good work. Now, if you can make the work like that, I'll watch porn guys. But until that, I'm kind of unamused by it and kind of disappointed because it's very robotic. So robotic in my point of view, because I see no energy or no connection and it's disappointing. Like two walls hitting each other. Anyhow, that's my interesting point of view on porn there for a second. And the fact that it does impact people and their, their mind, their mentality and how they compare themselves and make themselves very wrong for not being like the porn stars. And I had to tell you, no matter what your skill level is, no matter where you're at, no matter what your erection level is at, there's something that is absolutely sexy about you. And if you don't know it, now's the time to figure that out. Like, what is sexy about me? Start asking that question of yourself. What is it about me that's sexy? And then you're going to start to reveal that to yourself and then bring it to your world and see what happens. So ask that question on break. Here we go. What is sexy about me? Hmm, universe, show me what is sexy about me. Not in a judgy way, like what's sexy about me anyway? No, universe, show me what is sexy about me. I'm ready to see it. So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time? for a totally different sexual evolution. Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email. Info at Melitza Now, back to the pleasure zone. 
Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. So we talked about the physical on many different levels. We talked about the emotional possible connections to pornography and how that might make you feel. There are also some other things like depression. And if you're actually going through depression and it's quite clinical and you need medication, um, definitely take the medication for your mental health. And if it's not quite at the level of clinical and you'd like some assistance on getting out of that, uh, I'd be happy to do some coaching with you. So connect with me and we can see if we're a fit and I'll give you 15 minutes of my time to see if we're a fit. So um, you can connect with me through my website at melitsajelenic.com or find me on different social media, M-I-L-I-C-A-J-E-L-E-N-I-C. There's a few of us in the world, believe it or not, I'm the sexiest one. So you'll know, you'll find me. And um, I say that, but it's true. So <laughs> not that you can compare because everybody's sexy in their own way. I just like to think I'm the sexiest. Well, actually, I'm probably the only one with a sex talk radio show. So that's how you'll find me. That's the truth of it. And okay, so we talked about the emotional, the mental. So depression, anger, fear, all of those things too. Like you could be in fear and um, about to have sex with somebody and there's so much fear that you don't have an erection. Um, and I know somebody who is young and I won't name them because I don't want to, sh I don't want them to be like identified fairly young in their thirties. And they had erectile dysfunction at the time. Um, they actually had issue having sex with somebody that they loved, but could easily have sex with somebody that they didn't know or didn't care about. And for them, they had to be able to disconnect from the person. Um, they had to not be able to care about them to have sex with them. So at the time, luckily we knew each other and we kind of chatted through that. And I think that's been resolved, but that is, um, that can be quite that can be quite a thing for people. It's like they, they just never thought they think of sex as being so dirty that they would never want to do that to somebody they love. And so there's a point of view that's sticking you that's actually stopping your erections from happening. That can happen. That can happen on a lot of levels. So definitely connect with me if something like that's going on. And I would be, or if you don't know what's going on, uh, so we can tangle, untangle that wild mess, right? So Lots of different emotional connections. Now, spiritual connections, we do have those too. Spiritual disconnects. So if you're just feeling like completely disconnected from yourself and the universe and the world, that can also be a major turnoff because you just don't feel turned on at all by life or anything. So your libido will feel non-existent. And when your libido feels non-existent, your erections, it's not that the angle of the dangle changes. You may have an erection that's quite... Um, substantial when you have one. However, they're just maybe infrequent. Um, maybe you've been saturated in a space in a home where there's been a lot of judgment. So then you just feel Ugh, and your libido has gone away. And now that's going to happen people because we are in lockdown, especially in Ontario, Canada, we are in lockdown and there are different places in the world still in lockdown. And then there are some places in the world who are kicking butt and getting freedom. So those of you kicking butt and getting freedom, yeah, you're just rocking it. So no worries. And the rest of us are in lockdown and uh, dealing with whether it's emotional trauma sitting in the home with people who you're feeling judged by. So you don't even feel like having an erection. So your body is just like, man, I'm just trying to survive. I'm just trying to survive the trauma of this whole situation. And your body is just trying to survive some trauma. It will also not be interested in sex. It's just trying to survive. 
just like with heart conditions, if your heart condition is incredibly rough, um, you know, you're not going to try and have uh, like uh, super crazy sex or ejaculations that go on forever because your body would be exhausted by them. In Chinese medicine, they actually say that it takes away your chi. So that's an interesting point. Not erections themselves, but ejaculation. They don't go hand in hand either. You can actually ejaculate. I know this for a fact that you can ejaculate. Men can ejaculate without having a angle of the dangle that's like, uh, you know, 45, 90 or 45 or more degree angle. You know, you can have an ejaculation even if you have an angle of the dangle that's low and your body can still have an orgasm guys even if the angle of the dangle is low why because actually orgasms are in the brain what orgasms start in the brain so if you got some shit going on in the brain if you've got guilt or fear or anger or you got emotions that are blowing up in your brain those things are going to distract the crap out of you from actually having an orgasm. If you've got self-criticism going on, that's in there too. All this shit, it's tangling up your brain, tangling up your body. It's affecting all of it. So yeah, that's a good thing to change. How do you change it? Well, again, you can contact me. We can change it. Also doing some breathing exercises is really key. We had another great um, host on on uh, the Inspired Choices ne Network, Dr. Ron Jainer, and he had a great show called, uh, I think it was um, something about bears, uh, grizzly bears and two-year-olds. And on that show, he did a lot of breathing exercises for anxiety. So check his show out to find um, his episodes with all his breathing exercises on anxiety. I could talk about them, but truly like that's his work and he's amazing with it. So do those breathing exercises that he does, breathing in, holding, breathing out, checking if there's anything going on, because when your body is centered and you're actually present, guess what? You can actually notice what's going on in your body and you can figure out like, do you require food? Do you require water? Is there something that you require talking about? Maybe your body needs to say something before you have sex to get it out of your system. I do not have a topic for next week yet, but I know it's going to be awesome. I have about 20 running around in my thoughts. So I'll have that up for you guys. Um, like today's April 12th. I'll have that up for you by the 14th. So you guys will be able to see that by Wednesday or Thursday. So stay tuned for the big surprise. What's going to be coming. I'll try and have a few shows in advance for you so you can look forward to what's coming on. And again, if you have any ideas about shows that you would like for me to do, please contact me and let me know. I'm happy to to do that. Also, side note, there are some really cool toys now on Pure Romance. So if you would like to have a new sex toy, a new vibrator, let me know. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.